Recording started. We thank you, God, tonight. Hallelujah, just give them a few more minutes. We're going to lift our hands. Amen. Where you are. Whatever the amen. The angels are flying right now. We send your angels right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you on tonight. Father, we thank you on tonight. Father, we thank you on tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm healed. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm healed. Thank you, Holy Ghost. My asthma is coming to subjection. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm breathing. I'm about thank you, Holy Ghost. 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 Thank you, God. We get ready to release this one. We're gonna release this one. You try to try to stop this, uh, but I'm telling you out live on air. I I I amen. Hallelujah. Erica, who's an apostle? Amen. Hallelujah. I'm challenging you. Amen. You're gonna stop what you're doing. 
we serve the enemy and that you know some days you will not have your way. You will not do what you want to do. Hallelujah. You will not, amen, cause heaven. You will not cause any form of distraction. Father, we thank you, oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Have your way, Holy Ghost. You trying to block, hallelujah. But I'm serving you an eviction notice over the airways. I speak to the airways. I speak to the hemisphere. I speak to the stratosphere. I speak to the honorable. I speak it right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. 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 in the handbasket, I'm turning you hallelujah. back to him.
Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory, God. Thank you, Jesus. You are glory. Thank you, Jesus. You are glory.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Um, we're not going to be distracted by anything. We just thank you, God, thank on you tonight. Nothing, 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 nothing. Thank you on tonight. You will not interrupt this. You not will not interrupt this flow on tonight. We give you glory, we give you glory, we give you glory, hallelujah. I speak, oh God, Baba. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Thank you, Father, Thank you. Jesus, we thank you. Father, we thank you for our anointing. From Canada right now, Thank amen. You for that God and the team that travel with him, oh God. Strengthen them. Thank you. God in the name of Jesus. And as he go forth, as he go forth on the anointing, Father, strengthen them. Amen. As he travel, amen. Continue to travel from Canada and from Canada into the into into the Bahamas. Yes, and so, Father, we thank you, oh God. Hallelujah. However, yes, amen. The assignment yes, that you assigned to him. Father, we touching the pound agreement, amen. That you, we touch in the power agreement that you make Hallelujah. provision. We touch in the power agreement that amen that you will saturate. Ah, we touch in the power agreement, amen, that you want. Amen. Whatever that he trained himself, oh God, to move in his life in the name of Jesus. So, Father, amen. We stand before your presence. We stand before your presence, oh God. And we thank you on tonight. Hallelujah. And as we begin to introduce the sum and others, amen. We're gonna introduce amen. Uh, the speaker of the hour on tonight. Hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And we just ask God to strengthen her. Amen. To strengthen her on tonight. Hallelujah. It's been a fight between her phone and my phone and, and us trying to get on the line. Amen. On tonight on the live on air. But we just thank God for everyone that is on here. We have approximately 12 guests. Amen. That is on the room and in the seat on live. We just thank you and we appreciate you. Amen. For tuning in on tonight that y'all kept trying. They said some of them said they tried, but kept trying. Amen. To come in on tonight. So we, so that's so that lets you know, amen, that we're doing damage in the kingdom. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We had a, a young man from Canada, from, from, uh, Havana. Uh, uh, Havana, Can uh, Cuba today. Amen. That was in the room on tonight and he's back on tonight. Hallelujah. God bless you, man of God. Amen. Thank bless you, you and your family from amen that uh, Canada from uh, Havana. Uh, Havana, Canada. Um, what is it? Cuba. That's where he's from. Havana, amen. Cuba. Uh-huh. So we thank God on today. Amen. That you're there and, and on today. We thank God even for Apostle Emmanuel. Amen. Out of Nigeria, Africa on today. And God bless you. Amen. I see those two names. The other ones are guests. Amen. Elder Skinner, our honorable Elder Skinner in the house. Amen. That brought forth a powerful word on last mm -hmm. night. For those who was not here, y'all missed the treat, but we got the own video. Amen. We got it. Amen. So if you want to listen to it, you're going to listen to it because I guarantee mm -hmm. your life will be changed 
by renewing your mind. I got that. I got that word in that in me this morning. Amen. So I thank God. Amen. Amen. The leaders in this season. I'm excited about what God has taken. Amen. The ministry to the next level. His ministry, I say, to the next level. Amen. And I'm just being patient and being humble as the head coach. But I thank you. Amen. So we're going to introduce Amen on today for those who are just coming on today live. Amen. On Sunday Night Raw. And, and thank you all the guests that are they're here. Amen. Along with our leaders. Amen. And hallelujah. Uh, Dayan, bless you. Dayan came on tonight. God bless you. Amen. Representing God again on tonight. Hallelujah. Representing Eagles Life. Amen. God bless you, Dayan. She says she at work. Amen. But God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah on tonight. Amen. So we're going to introduce this time and introduce to others. And we're going to give properties a few seconds to adjust her mic. Amen. Just adjust her mic before she go forth on tonight. Amen. On today, so praise the Lord, hallelujah. On today, amen. The Lord. Speak of the hour, prophets, Dr. Linda Lang. On tonight, God bless you. Praise the Lord, Saints Gad. God bless you, all of you. Uh, thank you, young man, uh, from, from Havana, Cuba. Muchas gracias, Senor. Um, thank God for everybody on the line tonight. Thank God for the people around the world that uh, follow us in the name of Jesus. And we play, pray a blessing on you right now. Amen. We know that the enemy is trying to attack us because we're getting ready to release a word from heaven. Amen. So let's go on to the word of God. Praise God. Um, let's turn our Bibles. Amen. Praise the Lord to second Peter. Amen. Uh, second Peter. All right. Can you hear me now? Hallelujah. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. All right. Praise the Lord. Amen. We want to come from first Peter. Amen. Hallelujah. And we're going to deal with issues so we know why the enemy was fighting us um, for this message. Um, let's pray. Father, we thank you um, for the word tonight. We thank you for the opportunity to come before you tonight as humbly as I know how. God, hide me behind the cross that I cannot be found in the spirit realm, but I bind the enemy. I bind every tactic of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. We sprinkle the blood of Jesus in the atmosphere where I sit right now in the name of Jesus Christ himself. For, Lord, you are king of kings and Lord of lords. You are the majestic one. You are the God more than enough. And I praise you in advance what you're going to do in this word tonight. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We can deal with things tonight um, that we know. I know why the enemy is bad, but let's go ahead. First of all, we want to talk about Peter. Peter, um, Peter, the apostle Peter, uh, his name means the rock or the stone. Uh, it was a Greek word. It was an Aramaic word. And Peter was one of those disciples that stood out. 
and character. He was strong. He was valiant. But he, he also spoke up sometimes for good and sometimes for bad uh, because he was one of those leaders that was outspoken. Amen. And sometimes it got him in trouble. And at one point God spoke to him and said, um, um, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Amen. Not per se Peter, but the spirit in which he was walking in. And then this book of, of Peter itself talks about the characteristics of the church, that how we must be humble, how we must love him. We must not be uh, caught between opinions. We can't be saints one day up and next day down, one day in, one day out. But God wants us to be fervent and righteous, just, strong, powerful, and walking in his wisdom, his knowledge, and his uh, perseverance. In other words, we must continue to fight in the midst of every storm. We must continue to fight with all our might. We cannot give up. We are what God says we are. As long as we are in these mortal bodies, there will be times that we will go through. We will go in and we'll come out. We'll go in. Sometimes we'll go through a storm and sometimes it'll subside and sometimes because we're constantly growing and because we're constantly going in a spiritual battle, even though it's sometimes physically it feels like our bodies have been beaten. Have you just gotten home and went in your bed or just sat down on your, on your chair and you just feel you've been physically beaten? Well, you have not been beaten in the natural, but we've been beaten spiritually by things around us. Whether it's in a job, whether it's on the bus, or whether on a plane, we're going to be going through things in our life until we leave this body. Um, that's why the whole book of Ephesians 6 and 10 talks about our weapons of our warfare. Amen. And so um, we're going to deal with, let's go to, again, Peter. And the fifth um, chapter, First Peter five. First Peter five. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Y'all pray with me, and you pray for me. Amen. Hallelujah. First Peter. Five. Amen. Again, Peter means the rock. Peter um, was powerful and strong, and actually the whole church started with Peter, meaning the rock of our salvation. Um, he loved the Lord, um, like I said, and he was very controversial in the Bible. Again, First Peter 5. The elder, it starts out by saying, King James Version, and the elders which are among you, I exalt you. So he's talking to the elders of the church. He's talking to the, the people of God himself. He says, and the elders which are among you, I exalt. I lift you up. 
I acknowledge who you are. Who am I also an elder? In other words, I'm just like I'm just like you. I'm part of the church. I'm a leader of the church. And I have a standard to keep in God. For I exalt who I am also. I am an elder. And a witness of the suffering of Christ. So it says, I have witnessed. I personally witnessed the, the suffering of the Lord Jesus Christ. And also, I'm a partaker of the glory of that shall be revealed. In other words, I'm going to be there when all these things come to pass. I am partakers of his spirit. I represent him. I am a part of him as well you. Verse 2 says this. It says this. So now Peter is speaking to the elders. Peter is talking to the church. He says, now what I want you to do is feed the flock of God. Our primary purpose as believers as leaders, is to feed the flock of God. Feed the people of God. Feed the flock. In other words, your job is to take care of the flock. Your job is to protect the flock. My job is not to fleece the flock. Unfortunately, there are churches, there are people in power and leadership fleece the flock. Let's break this down. In other words, there are leaders out there that will take everything from you physically. They will degrade you. With power. They will degrade you with money. They will degrade you with faith because they're trying to fleece you and strip you of everything and then they want to be Lord over you. But ladies and gentlemen, there is no other Lord but the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the King of Kings. Jesus Christ is the Lord of Lords. Jesus is the Supreme Being. Jesus was there with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost before anything ever even existed. He was the one that spoke eternity before eternity was present. So he's saying to them, my people, my preachers, my pastors, my leaders, my prophets, your job description is to feed the flock. When you ever see that word Presbyterian in the Bible somewhere, Presbyterian, when you go to churches, Presbyterian means we are the people of God and we are there to pastor, to oversee, to take care of, that's what our job is. Your job is not to take care of the pastor. The 
pastor's job is to feed the flock. I'm sorry, but this is in a day, in an age where people are there are trying to exploit our weaknesses in the gospel. There's nowhere in the Bible that Jesus spoke, give me everything you've got. Um, There's nowhere in the Bible that Jesus speaks of that I'm going to bless you if I give you a great love offering. There is nowhere in the gospel that I bow down to you because you are the pastors. Pastors and leaders and overseers, we are servants of the Lord Jesus Christ. But somehow, some way, it looks like it's coming from another direction. And the direction it's coming from is from Satan himself. The Satan, those people, the ones that cannot rob you, let's say the drunks or the ones, the alcoholics, or the ones that are not con- uh, confessing salvation, they know who they are. They acknowledge who they are. But when I go into the church and I, I become a part of the church and I join the church, then there I'm there to be led and be taught by the word of God. And so now God's talking through Peter and says to them, Peter, feed the flock of God. Feed them. Feed them which is among you, taking oversight, oversight thereof, not by constraints. So as a leader, I'm not trying to constraint you in the word of God. I'm not supposed to tell you what you cannot do. But because now I am in leadership, in other words, let's say, let's say my daughter, and my daughter is an apostle, my daughter is a preacher, my daughter is a, pa- is a pastor, is a leader, overseer. So I've never tried to constrain her because I am the oldest. God gives us gifts as leaders. I'm talking to the church now. As leaders, we must go beyond by a number of years in the ministry and not constrain us and confine us because I came here first. I taught first. I taught your principles. I taught your doctrines. But now I cannot constrain them because they will be probably go beyond the spirit as far as I can even go. And I've always told my daughter that be led by the Holy Spirit. Not what I think, what I want, what I believe, but you be led by the Spirit of God. You constantly see throughout the Bible that the word 40, 40 represents a generation of people 
so that what my mother knew as a woman of God, as my grandmother knew as a woman of God, it is the same God, it is the same principles, but sometimes there's another method that I might reach people to win them to Christ. Now, the majority of places now, uh, as far as uh, church is concerned, are shut down. Some of them are not. Some of them are. But the fact that the church has to know Christ for themselves, not a form of God, not a fashion of God, not a dictatorship of God, but the relationship with God is paramount. And Peter now, walking in the authority of God, he is commanding the people of God to feed the flock of God. He didn't say he's not feeding the ones that ain't saved, but he's telling them now to feed the flock of God, which is among you. He's not telling you to go all the way the other side of the world. He's not telling you to go all around to the bottom of the world, to Antarctica, but he's telling you to the people that are around you, feed the flock, the flock that are you, the flock that I can reach, the flock, the flock that I can proclaim Jesus Christ. I can feed the flock of God because I was ordained to, pre- to press and to give the word of God so that I can reach them and proclaim the gospel and perhaps lead them to Christ. Now, my Bible began to tell me there are six commands of the elders, pastors, teachers, prophets, leaders, but I have six methods that how I can lead the flock of God. First of all, he says, feed, feed, S-E-E-D, the flock. Do not fleece the flock. Don't take every dime from them. Don't just prophesy to them for money. Don't just prophesy to them so you can get every dime out of them while they are depending on the word of God. They're holding on to that word for their life. And because the heart of God should be so that my primary position is I must feed his people. If you're a leader, if you're a pastor, if you're a prophet, if you're a leader, and if your only job description is to go and to fleece the flock of God for gain, for money, get out of the business. This is not a business to take advantage of God's folk. You say, Pastor, people, why do you say that? It looks like sometimes the people are not coming to the kingdom because of the things that they see. Sometimes they come to God on the last go-round and they see things they might not see. 
they go to church for the last lust. They want to be, have turned their lives to Christ, and they run in the adversary and to the point that they don't want to be like us. They don't want to be near us. They don't want to be, nothing do with us. Why? Because at some point, sometimes we end up in the wrong places with the wrong people, with the wrong times in our lives when I'm looking for Jesus and you're looking for money to get them a brand new car. Because thus said the Lord, I have to have a brand new car. I prophesy. No, 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 no. The job description of the leader is to, hallelujah, pastor and lead the flock of God. I must have uh, overtake. I must have oversight over the flock. I must pray so much so that with my congregation or my people in my ministry, that when I know that something's wrong, that God will give me a vision or God will give me a dream or God will give me a desire to do something for these people, hallelujah, because they're on the last leg and they don't know what to do. But it looks like many days, many ways, you have so many of these leaders running around with brand new cars, brand new houses, extra girlfriends, all this stuff. But the only thing God tells us as a leader is to feed the flock of God. Keyword, the flock of God. He's not talking about the ones that are not saved. He's not talking about the ones that are not delivered. He's not talking about the ones that do what they want to do. But he's saying, my job as a leader, Peter is telling these people, and me, myself, I am an elder also, but our job is to feed the flock God's people in every area of their life. If they're hungry, I've got to physically feed them. If they're hungry spiritually, I have to have a word for them alone. If their children need help, I may have to make a way to do what I need to do to help them in their path because they have children involved. They might have husbands and all. They have all these issues in our lives. So our job as leaders is to feed the flock of God. And it's hard to feed. It's hard to preach to somebody when they're hungry. When's the last time you went out and just fed the hungry? When's the last time you went out and just went out and ministered to the poor? When's the last time you just went out and saw somebody that was homeless, helpless, no shoes on, and did something for them? As leaders and preachers and pastors and prophets, it is our job description to Feed the flock of God. Man, amen. Then you look and you see on TV and they have these, these pastors and these prophets. Either they have their own personal life and a few 
put a hundred dollars and you personally I'll give you my phone number and I'll give you a personal prophecy I'll give you a personal word uh, this is a personal direction no I thought when I prayed I thought when my pastor prayed I thought when my pastor was anointed I, I, I thought when my pastor really loved me really loved me even if I was a whore he might pull me to my side and say baby you can't live like this baby you can't dress like this hallelujah because I'm concerned about the flock of God. I can't be uh, worried about the other people. I can't be worried about what, what they dress like. I can't be worried about... No, I my job description as a leader is to feed the flock of God and not fleece. In other words, not take every dime from them. Not go and tell them to borrow money and put it in the church. Show me where it is in the Bible. God told me to go to a finance company and get money and give it to the pastor. If it's in the King James Version, text me the scripture. My description as a pastor and as a leader is I must be the best person I can be in the gospel so that they can look up to me. So when they look in Glenda's face, they must see God. When I hear Glenda's voice, I hear Glenda's voice in prayer. When I hear the anointing in Glenda's mouth, there's an anointing there that God says, this is my daughter and here I am well. Please, why? Because I am trying to feed the flock of God and not fleece the God of people with the Things of this world. Because we won't always be in this body. We won't always live in this state. We won't always live in this place. We will always be in this space and this time. And that's why it's important. Every day you enjoy every day on this earth because the Bible tells us don't take no thought for tomorrow. The only thing I've got to do is worry about now. So he says, Ephesians, he says, now faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. In other words, I can't see it coming, but I know what's there. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I know what's coming. Because if God spoke it, it's settled. If God says it, it's already done. If I believe it, it's already there. It just don't see it yet. But God says that the words, every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, so I can't so relishing up on the things of God on this earth. But my job as a leader is, first of all, I've got to be a servant. And I have to feed the flock of God and not fleece him. 
fleece, fleece. What do you mean fleece, Pastor? What do you, what do you mean uh, for these people that are that are from other countries? Fleece meaning uh, what I do is I go and I'm going to the corner and I'm just begging for money and then I'm giving you all these prophecies. I'm giving all these dreams. I'm giving, taking the imagination and I'm and I'm blowing up. So I'm 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 lifting you up so much that. All I want to do is give. If I don't have anything, I'll just feed you. I'm going to come by and I'm going to keep feeding you. I'm going to feed you with my money. I'm going to feed you with everything. Why? Because I just want more. I want more prophecy. I want more this. I want more that. But listen here. You've got to have a prophecy of Jesus Christ himself. If you don't know him, you don't know anything. If you don't love him, you don't have anything. If you don't have a relationship with Christ, you don't know him. I can prophesy from to the moon and back. But if you don't know him, how can you accomplish the things of God, the things that God have called you, and what you're going to do? It's not a popular message because everybody wants a prayer line, everybody wants an offering line, everybody wants a prophetic line, everybody wants a, the, the, the spy and the pie and all the pretty jewels and everything, the diamonds in the sky. And, and But it's not a pretty message, but the bottom line is I cannot be a woman of God, a man of God that's trying to Take, beat the people out of the things, the money, their power, their anointing, and make us or take us as preachers as we're so high and lift it up above the earth. Jesus. Peter was no more anointed than Matthew. Matthew was no more anointed than Luke. We're all walking on the anointing of God. Show me in the Bible where somebody is more anointed than the other one. The anointing only carried through Jesus Christ. So if we don't walk in Christ's precepts, if we don't walk in his words, if we don't lift up the standards that the Bible says so. Whatever you do is not for naught. It is for naught. Why? Because we're not following the Bible, the body itself. The Bible itself is holy. You wonder why today that most places you go or you just hear on TV, they're always talking about your faith, your faith. What about holiness? What about standards of living? What about consciousness of love? What about loving people no matter what's going on? Hallelujah. What about me? What about me? What about me? We are now living in a generation. It doesn't matter about anybody else, God. All that matters, I got a pretty dress. I got a pretty house. I got a new car. I got this. I got property. I got this. I got. That is satanic in nature because Satan himself decided he wanted to steal everything from God. He wanted to get all the attention. He wasn't concerned about the people of God. He wasn't concerned about anything. And that's why when Satan left, hallelujah, heaven, he took a third of the angels because they all wanted to be, hallelujah, like Satan, wanted to be like Lucifer, Lucifer, the, the son of the morning. But what about Jesus? We can't see 
We can't continue to fleece the flock. We not continue. We've got to be servants of the most God, my God. We've got to be like him. He says, feed the flock of God, which is among you, taking oversight thereof, not by constraints, but willingly, not for filthy lucre. That filthy lucre is money. That filthy lucre is gain. The filthy lucre is buying a car in somebody else's name for somebody else and know you ain't going to pay for it. Filthy lucre. God has no problem with money, but it's what you do with the money. But be ready-minded, neither as being lords over God's inheritance, but being Hallelujah, an example of the flock. I've got to be an example of God's people. I've got to be an example of walking right. I've got to be an example in my prayer life. I've got to be an example for living for him. I've got an example of stop cussing. I've got to be an example. I have to be. I need somebody to look at me and see Christ. I've got to, I, that's what we've got to be as leaders and preachers. And we've got to be an example for Christ in a day and age where there's very few examples of righteousness and so many examples of people are cussing and screaming and following all kind of strange God. Hallelujah. Almost like Katoshamante. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Just like those Jews. Hallelujah. Didn't like, didn't like Jesus. They wanted to get rid of him, so they concocted a situation, and they wanted Jesus killed because they were in the way of what they wanted to do. Filthy lucre, filthy money, filthy attitudes, stinking attitudes, stinking thinking. I have to be an example of who Jesus is on this earth. Sometimes we will be the only ones or examples of who God is. Are you an example of God? Are you doing what God called you to do? Do you have the virtues of a Christian? Do you love him? Do you want him? Do you walk like him? Do you talk like him? Do you pray like him? And even when you dream, do you dream like him? Are you an example of who he is? The whole Bible is written throughout about different examples of the Christ, examples of doing right. Hallelujah. One thing about Paul, the apostle Paul, was when Paul was a bad guy, Paul was really bad. Paul killed folks. God, Paul killed children. Paul killed women. Paul killed everything that he wanted because he was mad all the time. He was angry. He was angry with people. Even he was a religious man. Hallelujah. We have to worry about religious people. Sometimes the most religious people are the most satanic people because all they want to do is follow their own precepts and not follow the word of God. Like the Pharisees, like the Sadducees. They were religious, but not relational. Are you religious? Are you relational? Do you go to church? Do you jump and shout? And then you come home? and act like a bunny rabbit, or do you really love God and repent daily? Paul says to us that we must die daily. Paul said that we will die 
daily. Not physically die, but spiritually we got to die. Spiritually we've got to stop cussing. Spiritually uh, stop acting like we're crazy. Spiritually act like we're confused. Spiritually you don't want to share that with nobody. You don't like nobody. You don't care nobody. But the fact that when you step out the door you're another man. You're another person. You're another mother from another mother. Why? Because you're pretending something that you're not. Are we an example of what God says we are? Are we great perpetrators? Are we great pretenders? There was a song years ago, I remember I was a little kid and they were singing this song. It says the great pretender. They'd have know how to go out in, 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 in the world and be appropriate. They could be nice and kind and gentle and open doors. But when they get home, they're a whole different person. Why? Because they know how to pretend they are who they are. Who are you really? Are you a true believer in Christ? Do you represent Christ? Do you act like him, walk like him, pray like him? When's the last time you went in a place and sat there for hours and prayed and talked to God. When's the last time you got yourself on a fast and and said, God, I'm going to fast unless I die? When's the last time you have repented for your sins, even your unknown sins, hallelujah, that you didn't even know? When's the last time you had a good sit-down talk with the Father, Jesus Christ himself? Holly, when's the last time have you said, Lord, forgive me, forgive me, God, even the secret sins that I've not told anybody, God, forgive me, hallelujah, for the things even I thought, because Jesus even knows your thoughts before you think them. That's the kind of God that we serve, that God knows what we think. Before we think that God, because when you've got a filthy, nasty thought, God even knows your thought before you think it. He even knows what's in your mind before you think it. He thinks about what you're thinking before you think you're going to think it because he is Lord of Lords, King of Kings. He is the most high God. We cannot perpetrate. We can't, we can't just continue to do what we want to do. Why? Because I don't know about you ladies and gentlemen, but the Bible says that these are signs of the times that Jesus is on his way back. Why? Because God says in the last days, hallelujah, hallelujah, that men shall become lovers of themselves more than loving God. In other words, I love me more than love God. And because I love me more God, God loved me more, I'd rather stay home and I wasn't going to go to church. I'm not going to go out and witness nobody because I love me. I love me me more. I buy myself a dress and I don't take that same money and give it to somebody in the church or somebody that, that needs something. Because I love me more than I love God. And the Bible says in the last days you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Hallelujah. Newsflash, we're having a war right now. Hallelujah. And it's not the only war, but it's the present war. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says in the last days, these are times of the last 
days. And I don't want to be one of those sons or daughters, hallelujah, that's out there for, for, for lucre, for filthy things, for people that that they're trying to beat folks out of money the people that are not teaching the whole truth people that are out there just going for their own gain getting another dollar another twenty dollar bill and i'll give you a prophecy hallelujah we have to answer to god for ourselves we are the bible says that we are what god says we are so if you are what god says you are we ought to have a different attitude. When we are what God says we are, we've got to take ourselves back on our knees again. When's the last time you was on your knees? Come on now. You can't say you too old. You can't get on your knees. You just go, huh, drop, rock, roll around, get on down on your knees. When's the last time you had to go talk with Jesus and repent it, repent it, hallelujah. That's the problem. Some of the folks, we don't know how to know. We don't know how to repent, hallelujah. And when we do know how to repent, Repent, we, we continue to have to repent. Why? Repent means I don't do it no more. Repent means I turn 360 degrees because I repented. I'm in a constant repentance state. Why? Because I don't want to die and one of those times that I have not repented. Hallelujah. And that's why most of the New Testament, God speaks to the church. He says, hallelujah, even in Chronicles, he says, for when my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek your face and turn from your wicked ways, he said, and then the way we know, one of the ways we know how to repent is turn around and stop stop trying to fleece the, the people of God. Fleece in the mind. Fleece in the spirit. Fleece in the attitude. Oh, hallelujah. Fleece because you want a new car. Fleece because you want a new church. Fleece because you have a stinking nasty attitude. Fleece because you're the only one want to preach in your church. You're the only one. You there. You there. No, 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 no. God is not a God that doesn't want to share with the people of God. I got to love him. I got to know him. I can't fleece his church. Some of the biggest churches in America, hallelujah, some of the biggest ministries in the church are fleecing the people because they're giving, because they want to give to God. And we're supposed to give to God. But I'm saying to the ministers, not fleece the people because you want money. Give, give, and be given unto you. Shake down, running together. We got to give to the bosom of God. We got to give to the church. You got to give it to people that need money. We we got to give, but we got to have the right motive. Some of us don't have right motives. We don't have the motive of God. We don't have the motive of love. We don't have the motive of righteousness. We don't have the motive of long-suffering. We don't have the motive because we're trying to do things because of what they want or what you want. But it's not about you, but it's about Jesus. It's about Jesus Christ himself. It's about our children. It's about our grandchildren children. It's about our great-grandchildren. This is our legacy to God, that we walk in the image of who God is, not fleecing his people for gain, not to at money because, because I want, I need, I gotta have. We 
got to love God enough to do what's right, church. Folks don't want to talk about money. Don't talk about the money in the back room. Don't talk about we've got to take the money. We've got to put it in the head. The people want to listen to me. We are supposed the royal priesthood, holy nation, a city that sits on the hill. But let me tell you, sometimes the hill is looking real small. Sometimes the hill, hallelujah, it hasn't been found because the people, there's so many of them are so wicked now. Because they're looking for things. They're not looking for Jesus. we got to cry out, Jesus, what must we do to be saved? Jesus, we want your blood. Jesus, we want your power. Jesus, we need your anointing. Jesus, we want to stand there for with a laundrette with truth. Jesus, help us to stand in the evil days. The Bible says, having all to do, stand. And therefore, with the Lord's rep with truth, we cannot have truth and lie coming out of the same mouth. It is not the will of God. It is not the will of God. God, my God. It is not the will of God. It is not the will of God to please them. Because you can't. Please them because they're desperate for the word. The only thing we want to be is desperate for is we need to be desperate to know Jesus. We need to be desperate if we die that we can see Jesus one day. The only thing we want to be desperate for is a relationship with God. All we want to do is be a desperate person. That if I die tonight, where will I end up in eternity? Preacher, if you were to die tonight, where would you end up in eternity? You might can hide from me. You can might hide it from other folks. Hallelujah. But, but you got to ask yourself, you die tonight, preachers, teachers, where would you end up in eternity? Would you die because you're fleecing the flock? Will you die because you're whoring around and you think don't nobody know? Will you die because you're homosexual? In the closet, will you die? Because you're skimming and you're scamming. Will you die because you cheated folks all your life and you don't even know your own name because you've been lying so you don't, you don't even know who you are? Hallelujah. We've got to know that we're all going to leave this earth one day. And where will you end up in eternity? That's what Paul constantly said. He's a preacher. All that really matters is that I know you and your resurrection power. 
All that really matters is that I know you're God yourself, God. God, all that really matters, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God, that you gave me another chance. All that really matters is that I know you. All that matters, God, is that I walk right before you, talk right before you, live right before you, God. All that matters is that I know you and your resurrection power. Hallelujah, preachers. Do you have the resurrection get-up power? Do you really know him? Everybody can quote a scripture. Everybody can go to church. Everybody can put a brand new suit on and get a microphone and get out and talk about thus said the Lord. And you know what? God will honor you because you spoke it out of his mouth, but you can still yet go to hell because you ain't doing right. You can yet go to hell, hallelujah, in the midst of your storms because you didn't do right. You didn't, you confessed it, but you didn't possess it. And I don't know about you, but I want to confess it and possess it. I don't want to confess something and don't get it. I don't want to lie, 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 lie at home and live right on the outside. I, I, I don't want to be like that, though. I don't, I don't want to be a part of that flock. I, I, if I have to walk it by myself, if I have to walk it, live on the street, it really don't matter now. That's why I like my Martin Luther King says, he said, nah, well, it don't really don't matter now. Hallelujah. I've been to the mountaintop. And I have been to the other side. Come on now. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. But we got to know for a that we cannot please the flock of God and get away with it. And that's why Peter was talking to the church and talking to the elders and talking to the pastors and talking to the prophets and talking to the teachers. It said, don't do that. Feed your flock. Don't try to take advantage of them. You're supposed to be serving them. Now, most of these pastors right now, they want you to serve them. But the men of God, they want to make we're supposed to be servants. You go to a restaurant. You sit down at the restaurant. And first, the, the waiter comes to this thing and says, ma'am, what can I do for you? Or, or here, would you like the, uh, the, the, the menu? Because why? They're serving them. They're giving to them. They're doing to them. Because they want to know, I want to wait on them. The Bible says, wait on the Lord. You don't have too many pastors now serving folks. Oh, can you give me this? Years ago, the pastors, they would take turns going from house to house on Sunday evening. And even the kids didn't eat, but the pastors would eat because the parents would come and they, they'd tell the kids to go in the room and they'd just feed them big old fat pastors and going on to the next son to another house. Because that's what, what they used to do years ago. Because they thought, as long as I go and I, I feed my pastor and I just feed him and I feed him and I'm showing love to him. No, 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 no. I'm, as leaders, we're supposed to Feed the flock. Wait on them. Provide for them. Love them. Why? Because there are a generation out there don't know love. There's a generation that don't know don't know no spiritual love. They they know sexual love, but they don't have no concept of real love. Real love waits. Real love it shows kindness. Real love has long suffering. Real love, hallelujah, knows how to wait. Real love knows how to listen. Real love has an attitude of gratitude. Real love. 
real born again. Because I'm waiting on them. I'm 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 feeding them with my words. I'm feeding them in the natural. I'm feeding them in the spiritual. I'm feeding them to let them know that I want to be a part of their life and teach them the ways of God. Some of the problems with churches is the church folks don't know how there's a difference between preaching and teaching. Preaching is to convince. Preaching is I'm convincing you of the truth. Teaching is I'm trying to rightly divide the word of truth so that you can understand it and do it. Some of us wants to be we want to be preached down to. We preach and be tr- jumping on chairs and going from church to church and place to place because I'm trying to convince you I'm happy. And then when you get home, you're depressed. I'm trying to convince you you full of the you full of God and you go home and you're depressed. You you jumping from chair to chair and you're laying hands on all kind of folks and then you go home and you're sad as all get up because you're still broke. You're still crying. You're still broke. You're still unhappy. You're so you're just you're just broke. Your spirit's broken. Your spirit. Bro- Have you ever been around? people that has a broken spirit they'd be fine outside but hallelujah when they get in the house their, their spirit's been broken they've been beaten down emotionally they've been beaten down financially they've been beaten down by family members they've been beaten down folks by folks that's supposed to love you but they don't love you they've been beaten down that you don't know your head from you've been, been beaten so much so i'd rather get out my house than stay in my house because I, I can't find no peace in my own house so i get out of my house so i can have peace peace in the storm peace no storm peace in the midst of my storm peace in somebody else's storm well because i'm broken i'm broken on every side i'm broken that's why when peter was in walking on the on the on the waves and god told him he said walk 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 to me Peter but Peter broke off he looked down and he sunk why because he had a broken focus church has a broken focus broken focus why because we're supposed to be servants we're supposed to be leaders we're supposed to be fellow elders supposed to be witnesses of the gospel we got to be witnesses of the truth Yes, no matter what's going in our lives, hallelujah, we must feed our flock first of all spiritually and financially. As leaders, we must feed our flock spiritually as well financially. It's hard to feed somebody that's so physically hungry that they can't see spiritually. Because their stomach is grumbling. They, all they want is their hunger being met. And once their being hunger is being met, then you can minister to them. That's why Peter, he was telling Peter, go feed my flock. Go feed those folks that need Jesus. Feed those folks that need turn be turned around. Feed those folks you know you was a whore. Feed those folks that needed a way, a place to leave. Feed those folks if I can feed them, if I can catch them on a pole, if I can ring them in with the gospel, if I can ring them in with love, if I can ring them with, with kindness, if I can ring them with, with long suffering, if I can ring them on the rope, if I can get them, if I can catch them, if I can catch a fish, I can clean a fish. 
That's why God talked to Peter. He said, look here. Come on. Let me teach you how to become a fisher of men. Come, let me teach you how to win souls. Come, let me teach you how to be kind enough to just sit and listen. Sometimes the best thing you can do to people is just listen. Sometimes, sometimes people just want somebody just to listen. You have to agree with me, just listen. You ever been around a person that's every time you want to say something, they want to butt, they want to in, they want to interfere, they want to butt in. Why? Because everything is important to them, what they say, but what you say, ain't, it ain't important to them. In other words, shut up, sit down, be quiet, I'm talking. Every time you go around somebody that talk like that, shut up, sit down, be quiet, I'm talking. Shut up, sit down, be quiet, I'm talking. So Peter's telling to the church, look here. I have got to get the church together. We've got to be servants of the Lord Jesus Christ. I've got to live for him. I've got to be an example for him. I, myself, am an elder. Let's not go and beat folks down in church about money all the time. Let's not all get down together and, and abuse them financially, spiritually, emotionally. What about love? The Bible says love covers a multitude. That word multitude means a whole bunch. He says, come. Multitude of sins. Why? Because I represent Christ. I represent King of kings and Lord of lords. I represent Peter on the rock. And on this rock, the word of God stands. On this rock, God is king of kings and lord of lords. On this rock, the church begins. On this rock, the word of God stands. On this rock, it will not be moved. It will not be bound. It will not be changed because it is the rock of God, the rock of my salvation, the rock of my soul, the rock that makes me whole, the rock that holds me in the midnight hour. That rock comes when death, death comes. The rock, no matter what's happening, Jesus said he'd never leave me or forsake me. That rock that walked on the water, that rock that, hallelujah, that was on the crown, the rock that said in the last, he said, Father, Father, thou hast forsaken me. That rock of my salvation, I shall not die, but live. I might not live a long time in this body, but God will promise me that I shall live again. I shall live victoriously. I shall live no matter what happens around me. The rock of my salvation, Jesus represents the rock of our salvation. He is my rock. He is my salvation. Yes, Lord. He is the king of glory. Yes, he is my soul. He is, hallelujah, my all in all. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. 
He says he is the rock of my salvation. There's not, there's not an excuse that Peter, hallelujah, represented the rock. And the rock of God represents the church. Jesus, come on. And the church shall not please his people any longer. Come on, come on. I decree and again. I decree and declare that some of those big churches are coming down in the name of Jesus because they are fleecing the flock of God. I decree and declare that some in the next six months to a year, some of the biggest preachers you see on TV today will calm down. Because they've been fleecing the flock. Spiritually, financially, emotionally. I repeat. Physically, financially, and socially. God's coming back for his people. And the church is the rock. We shall not die spiritually, but we shall live again because of Christ. God wants his people, his preachers, his pastors, his prophets, his leaders, his elders to stand on the rock of the salvation of God. Preach holiness. Preach love. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Preach salvation. Preach salvation. Preach love. Preach kindness. Preach death, resurrection power. Preach the whole truth. God don't want us just to preach a little bit of this and a little bit of that. He preached the whole truth. When Jesus walked on this earth 33 years, everything that God preached was about the kingdom of God. Jesus. Not money. Not power. Not fame. He preached the word of God. Peter represented the rock of our salvation. Peter represented the church. He established the church for us. And just because we're not in a physical building, that does not mean that we do not walk in the principles of God. His righteousness, his holiness, his gentleness, his kindness. God calls us a people to live according to his word. So that when we look in the mirror, we see God. When we look in the mirror, we hear God's word. When we look in the mirror, we speak 
the word of God as the word says so. Not an interpretation of the word, not a count around the word, not an email from glory, but the word of God. You show me in the King James Bible where God is having a download from heaven and I will apologize. The word of God is the word of God. Righteousness exalts a nation. That's it. But sin is a reproach. That's right. You can't do anything you want to do and get away. Uh-huh. You can't say what you want to say and get away. That's right. Because it don't happen right now. Because the Bible says this. What a man so that he also yell reap. Don't beat God's folks. Don't fleece God's folks. Don't beat them at the time that they're weak, but love them into the kingdom. For the Bible says, for who knows? For thou hast come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Jesus loves us all. But he'll love your little happy tail right on the hill. And he'll say he loves you. But have you had followed this Bible and followed his instructions? Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ? Are you walking in his principles? Are you walking in his ways? Or are you doing what you want to do? Because tomorrow is not promised. Only what you do for Christ shall stand according to the word of God. It is not my precepts, but it is God's word. If God says don't lie, that's what the word says. If God says don't cheat, that's what the word says. If God says don't fornicate, that's what the word says. If God says whatever God says don't do, don't do. Whatever God says we can do, we can do. We're not trying to deviate or change. We can't walk like a Pharisee. We can't walk like all these people that are trying to be like God but not trying to follow God. Because at the end of the day, when God calls me, he's not going to have somebody else stand in the gap for me. Nobody else can answer for me but me. Nobody else can stand in the gap for me. Are we are what God says we are? Are we the church? Are we the other folks? Are we saved? Are we wannabes? Are we feel or we have feel? Or we think we might be saved, but we not know for sure. No. Are you saved? And if you're not saved today, 
I give you an invitation. I give an invitation for everyone, every country, everybody on the line. Everybody right now that's feeling an ache or a pain, lift your right hand to God right now. If there's anybody right now, hallelujah, that's touching with arthritis or anything right now, rest up your hand right now. If there's anybody, hallelujah, hallelujah, that have death in the family right now, lift your hand up right now. I'm going to God. Father, we thank you now. In the name of Jesus, uh, Father, we praise you now, God. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, I send uh, my innocent angels now. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, I stir up uh, the wind of God right now. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, to all 35, 45 states uh, in America right now. Uh, I send uh, my ministry angels uh, around the world. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, I send uh, a special angel uh, right now uh, to a Santa Cuba right now. Now, in the name of Jesus, I send the word of God right now. In the name of Jesus, that you know Jesus in the part of your hands right now. Glory of the earth. In the name of Jesus, glory of the earth. In the name of Jesus, I send my warring angel. Oh God, Gabriel, Gabriel. In the name of Jesus, to walk in your room now. Man of Cuba. Right now, I send an angel right where you sit now. In the name of Jesus, you said, God, send me a sign. In the name of Jesus, that my family will be saved by the power of the Holy Ghost. I send him now. In the name of Jesus, right now, I send money and power. In the name of Jesus, in your home, right now, my Man, uh, in Cuba, uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, I thank you now. Uh, I praise you now. Uh, I thank you, God. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, I come uh, God. Uh, God created us uh, a clean heart uh, and a right spirit. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, we praise you now. Uh, we thank you now. Uh, we thank you now. Uh, Dion, uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, I send uh, a blessing. To you now, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah now. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. I thank you now. Oh, God. We thank you now for the spirit of Peter to rise up. Hallelujah. And command the fleecing spirit of America in the churches now to die now. In the name of Jesus. Peace, peace. Peace, peace still in Africa. Peace. Peace, 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 uh, peace, peace, uh, peace, God, uh, peace now, uh, peace, peace, uh, oh God, uh, peace uh, in China, uh, peace, peace, uh, Africa, uh, peace, peace, uh, hallelujah, uh, Afghanistan, uh, peace, peace, uh, oh God, uh, we thank you now, uh, even England, God, uh, we thank you, uh, hallelujah, uh, come against uh, every spirit, uh, hallelujah, uh, in Egypt. Israel now. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. You said in your word that we shall pray. Oh, God. For Jerusalem, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God. God, stir up the church in America. God, stir up the 
church in America. God, show up the churches in America, God. Now, 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 now. Now, 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 now. Hallelujah, God. In the name of Jesus, 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 Jesus. God, thank you. We thank you. God, we praise you. God, we adore you. And we stand in your glory now. Oh, God. Father, I thank you. Thank you for everybody on the line. I thank you for the preachers and the teachers. I thank you, God. That son, that daughter on the line now. I thank you for grandchildren, unseen grandchildren. In the name of Jesus. God, thank you. Oh, God, help us, God, as preachers and teachers and doctors and lawyers, God, to feed the people of God. Thank you, God. Teach us how to be servants of your people, God. In the name of Jesus. I plead the blood oh God over my home over my room over my car in the name of Jesus I plead the blood the blood God that I am God now now that we are blood bought and blood anointed I got that I am blood bought and blood anointed walking in the things of God talking in the things of God praying in the Spirit of God, I thank you now. Oh, God, I bind the adversary. Everybody on the line, lift that left hand up. I bind the adversary. Every imp, every devil, at every level, I command you in the name of Jesus to go back to the pits. The pits, more than one pit, the pits of hell, and never to turn again, return again on that on my watch in the name of Jesus. Mana Koshaba, Reke, Roko Niasotama. I speak now specifically to the state of Washington. I come against bombings. I come against strange doctrines. I come against all people hating one another in that state because of their skin. I come against every spirit, everything not like God. I come against volcanoes in the name of Jesus and we thank you and we praise you and we know that you're with us God you said in your word God that you would never 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 ever leave us or forsake us even until the end of the earth and we praise you And we praise you. We're going to turn out. We're going to close out. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Martha, can you sing that song that I like about the power of blood? Blood. Hallelujah. Blood, the blood, the blood. In the name. The blood of Jesus. The power. And the, the blood of Jesus. 
We're calling on your name, God. We're calling on your name. God, this is the beginning of a new day, a new, a new week, God. God, cover us under your blood. God, don't let no harm, no accidents, nothing stop this week. God, let it be a miracle in this, in this country this week. Let a miracle come in this country this week. God, we know the spirit of Cain is on the earth. But we decree and declare, God, this week there will be a miracle week for us this week. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Be the Alpha and Omega. We worship you, our God. You are worthy to be praised. We give you all the glory. We worship you, our God. You are the to be praised. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. We give you all the glory. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised hallelujah amen come on and just take yourself off you amen just give them glory right there hallelujah give them glory we're getting ready to and to close out on tonight hallelujah 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 come on and bless the lord amen we're getting ready to leave out of here to hallelujah we give you glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. Jesus, we give you all. Come down, Lord, and We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank everybody for tuning in on tonight. Amen. On Sunday night, Rob. 
amen and eagles life restoration ministries amen amen we thank you oh god as we amen touching upon agreement amen to restore prophetess amen on today father just strengthen her and we thank you god on tonight for strengthening each and every one of us amen that is listening god thank you for amen the young lady from new york amen that was listening in on tonight god bless you amen we thank you hallelujah for what you're doing in this season and father as we get ready to close out on tonight hallelujah may god may the grace amen begin to cover each and every one of us amen on tonight hallelujah we thank you father on tonight may the sweet communion of the holy spirit continue to rest rule abide in his kingdom forevermore until we meet again next time in eagle's life restoration ministry on elr prophetic ship amen god bless everyone on tonight amen and we just pray amen that god allows everyone to come through on tonight in this season oh hallelujah okay amen so for those who are thank you for tuning in amen amen oh you can send the, the link will play back amen for tonight's service amen so we just thank god for everybody turning in god bless you on tonight amen hallelujah we're leaving on tonight god bless you on tonight hallelujah amen have a very blessed night amen and be blessed on tonight god bless you Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You're worthy to be praised. We're worthy to. You're worthy. You're worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah on tonight. Thank you, Jesus.